Section 41 of Journal of the Reverend Francis Asbury, Volume 3. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Brian Keenan. Wednesday 9. Came to Winsboro late at night. I cannot easily describe the pain under which I shrink and writhe. The weather is cold, and I have constant pleuritic twinges in the side. In cold, in hunger, and in want of clothing. Mine are apostolic sufferings. Jacob Rumpf is dead, and so are Elder Capers and James Rembert. These were all early friends to the Methodists in South Carolina, and left the world in the triumph of faith. We are in Camden. Thursday 10. We stay at Father Buchanan's. People here give little encouragement to Methodism, but the walls of opposition will fall and an abundant entrance will yet be ministered to us. The craft of learning and the craft of interested religion will be driven away. Friday 11. A cold ride brought us to Duncan's. Is not this man a brand plucked from the burning? A reclaimed drunkard. Camp meetings have done this. They do great good and prosper in the sand hills. Saturday 12. We lodged in Columbia with Colonel Hutchinson. Sabbath 13. I preached in the legislative chamber and had the members for a part of my congregation. Monday at the house of the widow of General Jacob Rumpf. The father and son both died in the Lord. This house has been open to the Methodists for about 27 years, whether in peace or persecution. Jacob traveled nearly four years. So meek, so mild, diligent, and simple-hearted, so sincerely good. On Tuesday we came to Father Cars, a Swiss. Here are pious, kind souls. Wednesday came to Stephen Swithin's, within twenty-three miles of Charleston. It remains intensely cold. Thursday my fingers gave out. Then the axle-tree gave a crack, seventeen miles from the city. We loaded another whilst I rode in J. B. Glenn's sulky. He and Boehm, with the aid of cushions and bearskins, rode horseback into the city. These are trifles. Ah, we feel, we fear, the locations of this conference will be sixteen in number. Saturday our conference began its session in good order. Sabbath 20. I preached at Cumberland Chapel in the morning and at Bethel in the afternoon. The presiding eldership and the episcopacy saw eye to eye in the business of the stations. There were no murmurings from the eighty-four employed. Christmas Day was a day of fasting, and we dined one hundred at our house on bread and water, and a little tea or coffee in the evening. Our funds are low, but our church is inured to poverty, and the preachers may, indeed, be called the poor of this world, as well as their flocks. Sabbath 27. I had an opportunity of meeting the society, of both colors, and my exhortations were pointed, and in season. We have, with the increase, about 18,000. What is coming? Days of vengeance, or of gospel glory? We have lost, by locations and other causes, 14 of the itinerancy. Monday 28. Letters. Letters to write. We send two missionaries to Mississippi. 
Religion is not fashionable in Charleston. Tuesday, receiving visitors. Our house is a house of prayer. Wednesday, we came to Reedhammers. Thursday, 31. Came to Georgetown. I am now at home here after 29 years of labor. Many letters call my attention. I am happy in God. We hear of a blessed work in James River District. Camp meetings, the great instrument. According to Douglas's account, 600 have joined us. We have also a pleasing account in a letter from Joel Winch, New London District, Bristol, Rhode Island, of a work of God. One hundred have joined, and other converts there were who have joined the Baptists and Episcopalians. Were these stolen from us? Saturday at rest, writing letters. Sunday, January 3, 1813. I preached morning and evening. It was a small time. Cold or burning the dead. We have about 1,000 blacks and about 100 white members. Most of them women. The men kill themselves with strong drink before we can get at them. My home in Georgetown is not quite so comfortable. Possibly I shall hereafter leave it to better men. Monday it is so cold I have a small fire to write my letters by. Tuesday we took the path to Coachman's, Black River. My evening talk to them was, Take earnest heed. Wednesday 6. I was so lame I stopped at Richard Woodbury's. We held a meeting at 2 o'clock and at night. Friday we had a meeting at Collins Woodbury's. I preached in the evening. It was excessively cold, and I was lame. Sabbath 10. I preached at Rusum's on Little P.D. Monday, a bleak ride brought us to General Lee's. I took an emetic. My foot is much swelled. Tuesday, I was glad to stay at M. Neal's in Lumberton. Applied a blister to my foot. Henry Boehm preached. Wednesday came in great pain and very unwell to B. Russell's. I went to bed in a high fever and a mild medicine. Thursday came out to Fayetteville through a cold, heavy rain. I blistered my foot again. The Lord blesses me with patience. Sabbath 17. They carried me into the church. I ordained two deacons and one elder. I failed in strength after preaching, and Rev. Mr. Turner, a Presbyterian, concluded our meeting by prayer. I came home, applied three blisters, and retired in a high fever to bed. A fourth blister completed the work. Tuesday and Wednesday, closely confined. Thursday 21. A bitter cold ride of thirty miles brought us to Purdy's. I have a high fever and am in great pain. Friday, a heavy ride of 36 miles brought us to King's. I anticipate a night of fever and pain. Saturday to Wilmington. There is little trade here, and fewer people. Of course, there is less sin. Sabbath 24. I was carried into the church, preached and met the society. I preached again in the evening. A bread poultice has procured me a mitigation of pain. Lord, be merciful to me in temporals and spirituals. 
William Capers, is married. He, 23, his wife, 18. North Carolina, Tuesday, 26. We made a journey of 22 miles to the widow Nixon's, a widow of Sarepta and a mother in Israel. I have a fever and swelled feet. We had a small congregation. Thursday, we took the road in the rain. Friday, 29. Called a meeting at Mr. Shepherd's. Blessed be God. I have lived to see the third generation of Father Ballard. He was the first man that joined us at New River. Now his grandson is in the church and in Christ. My trials have lately been great. We stemmed the cold wind to Lot Ballard's 18 miles. I suffer violent pain in my right foot. Sabbath 31. It rained heavily. Nevertheless, we held meeting at Richland Chapel. I rested above an hour on my knees, preaching, and in the ordination of Lot Ballard, a deacon, and in prayer. We retired from the meeting to G. Rose, a son of affliction and consolation in God. We are in a palace, peace and rich accommodation. Was it with us as in former times we should be flying north? But we are fast bound by lameness. I have filled all my appointments and answered the letters received. I neglect not all opportunities of instruction and prayer. Monday, February 1. Lowering cold day. Tuesday I preached at Rose to about sixty souls. What a land is this of widows, and men sick, dying, and drunken. We came to J. Shinesh's on Wednesday. We found his wife ill, and prescribed for her as well as we might. After dinner and prayer came away to the widow Bryan's. Her husband is dead, and her son sick. We prayed, ventured to prescribe for the diseased subject, and continued onward to Adonijah Perry's. 34. Once more I put on my leather shoes. Oh, the sufferings I have endured! Patiently, I hope. One more warning I gave these people, on Hebrews 2, 1-4. It is, perhaps, the last. I am occupied in marking for reprint about 300 pages of Baxter. Friday we rode round to Thomas Lee's. Saturday, at rest. Sabbath 7. We had about 200 souls, white and black, to hear us. I was two hours preaching, meeting the society, baptizing and ordaining Rasco Lipsy. I gained a fever and a clear conscience by my labors. Alas, it is the time of Jacob's trouble. Monday I am in Newburn on crutches. Tuesday, reading, receiving the visits of presiding elders, and writing letters. Wednesday 10. We opened our conference in Sister Tankard's elegant schoolroom. We had great order, great union, and great dispatch of business. The increase here in membership this year is 700 but odd deaths and locations, then the preachers. Sabbath 14. I was called upon to preach. Thursday, conference rose, and we came away 26 miles to Murphy's. Friday, excessively cold. A ride of 50 miles brought us to Edward Hall's. 
Saturday we started in the rain, crossing Tar River and driving through the snow, driving in our faces. We were glad to stop at James Hunter's. My feet began to swell again. Sabbath 21 Came into Halifax, calling upon the widow Jones, mother of the Shaker of that name. I preached to a few whom the weather could not keep back. After meeting and taking food, we directed our course to Brother Barrett's. We wished to cross the river whilst the weather would permit. I fly, and a strange flight it is for a sick cripple. Monday 22. I halted at James Barrett's and ordained John Moore, Edward Price, and Edward Drumgould, one after the other, as they happened to drop in. I lectured in the evening. Tuesday 23. Came away to Jane Fisher's. Here I ordained Thomas Drumgold. Wednesday I ordained John Comber at Smith Parham's. We found lodgings for the night at Hall's Tavern. We passed through Petersburg to Cox's on the James River. Here flesh failed, and I wished for rest and found it. A heavy ride on Friday brought us to Mr. Bleakey's happy family and pleasant mansion. I have looked into Whitehead's Life of Wesley. He is vilified. Oh, shame! Sabbath 28 I preached in Richmond Old Chapel, gave counsel to the Tarrying Society, baptized two infants, and ordained John Sullivan and William Whitehead deacons. I spoke again in the afternoon to a congregation made up of the young and the aged. The Presbyterians and Episcopalians are striving to have places of worship. Monday, March 1. Came away to Burroughs. Tuesday came to Carson's Ferry, crossed and kept on to Mrs. Alexander's. After leaving this, we became entangled in the woods, and had a gentle upset, which brought us, without much damage, to the bottom of the hill. A ride of two miles on horseback brought us and our baggage to our lodgings for the night. My mind enjoys great peace, but I am in pain of body, and my legs are swelled. Wednesday 3. We were obliged to lie by until the shaft of the sulky was mended. I improved this opportunity of rest to take medicine. I exhort the family. My mind mourns over the citizens of King George County. Oh, for a gospel day and work! Thursday 4. A desperate plunging of thirty miles through the clay brought us to Dumfries. We stopped at Mother Mason's and lectured in the family. Friday to Edward Sanford's. Saturday came to Georgetown, dining with Jacob Hoffman in Alexandria. Maryland, Sabbath 7. I changed my subject after getting into the church, and I spoke long and plainly. We have news from the English conference. It has given me an invitation to my native land, engaging to pay the expenses of the visit. Monday 8. I sat upon the carpet, reading and writing. William Waters visited me. In the evening I performed the ceremony of marriage, uniting two young people in the house. Wednesday I visited Dr. Tiffin, baptized his child, Edward Parker Tiffin, and then came on to Bell's Chapel, and had here a very respectable congregation. But, alas, 
I was feeble in body and mind. We lodged with Brother William Revit. Thursday we visited Colonel Beale, below Piscataway, and here I preached to a very genteel, serious people. Friday I preached at Ford's Chapel. The word was not wholly lost. We lodged under the hospitable roof of the widow Ford. Saturday was held a quarterly meeting at Smith's Chapel. We preached to a full house. After meeting, we were invited to the house of Mr. Somerville. Sabbath 14. I suffer extreme pain in one of my limbs, and move with difficulty. A dumb Sabbath, but there is no lack of aid. I feel perfect resignation, knowing that it is all for the best. Monday we left our kind host, Captain Somerville, an old revolutionary hero, who lost an arm in the contest. We crossed Patuxent River, and had a cold ride from Lower Marlborough to Samuel Essex's, Plum Point. I am feeble, and have to endure pain and cold, and perform double labor. Blessed be God for the support I receive. Tuesday 16. I preached in Child's Chapel, and was assisted by Wells, Boehm, and Smith. We came in, chilled by the cold and rain, to Philip Dorsey's, and lodged there. Wednesday, faint and feeble, we took the road to Tanny Hills, and gave a sermon to a small congregation. We lodged with Samuel Wood, who lives where Griffin formerly lived, and has married the widow. Here I preached thirty-six years ago. Thursday 18. I met about four hundred people at Weems's chapel, to whom I preached, and we hope the word was not lost. My congregation was serious and attentive. But ah, there is death in the pot. Will my exhortations to the society do much good? We found our host, William Weems, with an afflicted family. Friday 19. We drove through a storm of wind to Lamplin's chapel, and preached to about two hundred attentive hearers. Dined with Dr. Murray's family, and gave them some plain talk. We lodged with Samuel M. Cubbins. I was feverish and in pain, and worried through a night of affliction. We have visited Prince George, Calvert, and Anne Arundel. The weather and roads, how unpleasant. And the people, how decently attentive in meeting. And how kind and attentive in their houses. Saturday I housed with my friend Absalom Ridgely in Annapolis. This amiable family is much favored. Sabbath 21. There was a serious, solemn attention in the congregation whilst I tried to speak on Colossians 1, 27-29. I gave the Africans a sermon in the afternoon. I felt the pain of coughing and the effects of the blister. Monday came to Sewell's. I preached on James 1, 22-24. A heavy ride brought us to Baltimore. I gave an evening to the great Otterbein. I found him placid and happy in God. He says the commentators are mistaken, that the vials are yet to be poured out. Tuesday I had a serious interview with the presiding elders. Wednesday we opened conference and went forward in our business in great peace and order. Sabbath 28. I ordained deacons in the forenoon and preached in the afternoon. Thursday, April 1. 
conference rose in great order and peace. I stationed eighty-three preachers. This conference holds, in their several relations, ninety preachers, twenty thousand two hundred and seventy-two members white, and seven hundred and ninety-nine colored. We came away to Perry Hall. Alas, how solitary! Friday 2. To Ewan's. Saturday to Mother Boehm's. It was necessary to put seventy miles between us and Baltimore before we could write a line. Must we always thus fly away to be at rest? Sabbath 4. At Boehm's Chapel I expounded 2 Timothy 2.15. Henry Boehm preached in German, James Norton in English. The Society received an exhortation. Monday I wrote a letter to my British brethren, thanking them for their kind invitation to visit them. Tuesday I preached at Strasbourg. Wednesday, desperate roads to Newark kept us late. We had about two hundred people to hear us, to whom we spoke upon the great salvation. Thursday 8. I preached at Salem and went home to dine with A. Kagi. After dinner we went down with Judge Richard Bassett to Bohemia. Spring has at last returned. A treble spring. Natural, spiritual, and political. What a winter we have gone through. What weather for five months! What roads! Friday 9. We rode down to Smyrna, and preached at night, remembering to exhort the society. I visited Sister Davis, near her end, but calm and waiting for deliverance. Saturday went to Dover. Sabbath 11. I spoke at Wesley Chapel, plain words in the forenoon and I spoke again in the afternoon at Ferris Chapel. We dined with Denny, and finding them at the table when we afterward called at Dr. Sykes's, we sat sociably down and ate there also. I called upon Judge Cooper, who is a subject of great affliction. He felt much whilst I prayed with him. The evening was very cold. Nevertheless, we came away thirteen miles to lodge at Pernell's. Monday 12. A rapid ride brought us to Collins's in Carolyn. I preached at three o'clock and went home to lodge with Peter T. Cousy. Tuesday rode fifteen miles to preach in Fraser's Chapel. I preached in the evening at James Harris's. Thomas Foster took us in for the night. Wednesday 14. We came to Cambridge. Thursday 15. There was an alarm from the enemy, and of course no preaching. We came back to Foster's. I preached in Newmarket and ordained George Ward to deacon's orders. Friday retired for humiliation and prayer. Saturday I preached at Washington Chapel and ordained Henry Bain, a local deacon. We visited Eccleston Brown, now a subject of grace, and lodged with Lemuel Davis, an old disciple. Delaware, Sunday, 18. I preached at Brown's Chapel and had a serious, attentive congregation. I preached also in the evening at Bridgeville. What a change is here! The children and grandchildren are left, but few of the first generation. I baptized Daniel Polk's son. Monday to Milford and preached for them. Tuesday, 20. 
I preached in Barrett's Chapel, dined at Dover, and slept at Smyrna, making a journey of forty miles. Wednesday 21. There was a high wind, and I set out, feeble and faint, and reached Wilmington. I lodged with Governor Bassett. My peace flows like a river. I suppose we have, in sixteen circuits, ten chapels in each. I preached for the folks in Wilmington. Friday 23. A heavy ride brought us to Philadelphia. Pennsylvania, Saturday 24. We opened our annual conference, ninety preachers present. Much order and great peace. Sunday 25. I preached in the Academy Chapel in the morning, and at night at St. George's. My congregations were large. We continued in conference until Saturday, the 1st of May. We had speakers in plenty, but peace and union. There is a falling off in numbers, occasioned by locations, and the retirement of the superannuated, and other causes, so that the increase of effective preachers is but two. Sunday, May 2. I preached at Ebenezer and exhorted to union, and again at the tabernacle. I shall throw all the troubles of the times, the church, and the conference, into shades, nor will I record these tales of woe. Tuesday 4. We set out in an easterly storm up the Bristol Road and reached Burlington. New Jersey. Wednesday and Thursday, still raining. Busy writing letters. The increase in six conferences is, in members, 21,834. In preachers, 79. But of these there are only 33 travelers. The Baltimore Conference paid up without any charitable dividend. I preached in Burlington on Thursday. Many attended, although it was damp. Will this place and Trenton ever be famous for vital religion? Friday 7. Stormy. I preached at Mount Holly. After meeting visited William Richards, a friend of ours for many years. His wife and daughter departed in peace, and are gone safe. Saturday 8. I preached in Lumberton. Here we have a good house, after forty years' labor. I dined with Mr. Moore. His mother is a public speaker, yet she attended our Methodist meeting, and told me she found it a blessing to her. We rode to New Mills to shorten our distance to the city. My mind is greatly in God, but my body is feeble. End of section 41. Recording by Brian Keenan.